Now that we got that out of the way. Hi, my name's Fred. <laughs> my name's Red. <laughs> Red and Fred here. And we're going to talk a little whiskey. Here we're we sitting down to do our first official podcast. Our first official podcast. For it three men good. and a whiskey. We've, this is a long time in the making. Yeah, we've been talking about it for a while. We've got a lot of ideas and then a lot of follow through, but a lot of ideas. <laughs> We got a lot of ideas. Like Stay tuned. You might see us on Shark Tank one day. One day. Not for this. So, I feel like we should introduce the show and what it's all about. Yeah, so it's three men and a whiskey. Um, there's three of us. I'm Robert. I'm Todd. Josh. Josh is our producer slash tech guru, and I am just your whiskey-loving bigger man. Of the group. And I'm your whiskey-loving schmedium man of the group. <laughs> Just turning that medium into a small, like, what? And the point of the podcast is there's a lot of podcasts about whiskey, but... And they suck. Yeah. Ours is trying to... Bring, Not suck. Yeah. That's a little goal. bit of A little bit of flair, a little bit of flavor <laughs> to a younger generation. We're just trying to, maybe you'll walk away entertained and learn something. Correct. That's, and and share. We're going to share. We're going to share. Uh, and it's a good excuse for us to get together and drink whiskey. Correct. And I think that's what we're all looking for, is an excuse to get together and drink whiskey. Yep. So let's, uh, let's should we introduce ourselves since... Well, I think we should talk about maybe why we wanted to even start the podcast. And that's... To get together and drink whiskey. Correct. Correct, but also... You're going to hear that a lot, friends. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> so I'm known to say certain words quite a bit. Correct is one of them. Um, As you'll see. Yes. Correct. Correct. <laughs> Correct. But the biggest thing that we wanted to do is talk well, about... Wait, wait. Can I just... I don't want to, like, write out the shoot. Just go off. But, like, why is your hand orange? <laughs> Actually, it's from making pico. That's exactly it's what it is. Orange. Were you, yeah, I don't think it's from. Were you eating Cheetos earlier? It might actually. It's Doritos. Just look at that thing. <laughs> I did have Doritos. I was like, well, we had Taco Mountains today. What are you supposed? Oh to? yeah, Taco Mountains. Should we talk about Taco Mountains? We can talk about Taco. All right, Mountains. let's just int- finish your introducing yourself. Yeah. That was a little side note with the Doritos. We are talking about the purpose of our show. So the purpose is obviously to review some different whiskeys, but also talk about what intrigues both of us is maybe even the sciences behind some of the drinks that we drink. We all like an old-fashioned, right? What makes the best old-fashioned? Yep, yeah. Is it bourbon? Is it rye? So we're going to do some we're going to do some tests. We're going to do some double-blind studies. We are going to um, we're, gonna, we're gonna try stuff and give you our novice input to uh, maybe help save you some money, right? Because whiskey is getting expensive. Whiskey is, I think, the modern day baseball cards. I would agree with that. Sir. Our generation grew up trading baseball cards, collecting comic books, and we that- all we always <laughs> wanted what was. Almost unattainable, right? Billy Ripken. <laughs> yes, correct. I mean, you, you you wanted the the rare, hard to find stuff, 
Correct. And you would trade other stuff for that. And that's what whiskey's become for our See, it, but that's something I want to bring to the podcast as well is, so I remember as a kid opening up like a baseball card pack. You, you know, you'd buy 50 cents or whatever. You'd get a pack of cards. You'd be going through those and you would find an awesome card. Part of my whiskey enjoying experience is going into a liquor store. Sometimes yep, it yep. can be your crap hole, you know. So the liquor store is your pack of cards. It is. And then and sometimes I, you I will go out. in and I will find gold sometimes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And we'll talk about those gold experiences because I think me and We you, won't share them. We will we, not. Sorry. Well, you, if you ask nicely, I might share. <laughs> not I'm, me. I'm nicer than Todd. Yep. <laughs> yes. I'm the good cop. He's the bad cop of the the and we'll the, uh, we'll, let's make, we'll probably make a section out of that because it's true. We it apply true. that and everything. It works sometimes. The first drink I can remember, like maybe hard liquor or whatever, but I was my dad and his buddies were sitting around and they were drinking something. They were drinking Rusty Nails. <clears throat> I remember they would, you know, Scott Strambui. But they had ginger brandy as well. So I'm thinking, you know what, all the hipsters are drinking, those penicillins with the ginger. I think they were throwing that in there with the rusty nail. That's like a penicillin, right? Yeah. Yeah. So honey, drambouille, right? Ginger brandy. So the they were drinking rusty nails. They had ginger brandy for some reason. And they gave me a pour of ginger brandy, which is like ginger beer times a thousand right you know as a kid the ginger is so strong and, and then the liquor never had liquor i don't know if liquor. i've ever had a ginger brandy to be honest <clears throat> let's find some next podcast yeah. we're gonna have some ginger brandy i have some yeah, yeah we're gonna have hey hey friends that's josh <laughs> well okay back to my story <laughs> so i had a shot of ginger brandy or whatever and then i remember i was like Bleh! you know as a kid just all crazy and then i and they were going to kick out of it. And I said, I'm going to be a wild and crazy guy. After I drank it, I like, you know, threw a, I'm going to be a wild and crazy guy. And I, it was like Saturday Night Live. They had a skit back then in the 80s. Hey, we're wild and crazy guys. Remember that one? <laughs> I don't Bill remember Murray, that one. I, We'll look that up. We'll If we can, we'll legally, we'll play there. a clip. But there was a skit. So I think I... I digested the skit and spit it out after that ginger brandy, and they all got a kick out of that. Like, and I believe it was, um, it it was me foretelling the future of what I would become because <laughs> I think after I said that at an early age, I had to live up to it, and I believe I have. So I think you've done a good job. So that was that my wild and crazy guy. first. Hard liquor, if you can call ginger brandy hard liquor, that I remember. See, I think my <clears throat> first experience with alcohol was beer. But okay, as, let, but as far as like getting into like hard liquors, do you remember your first hard liquor? Yeah. What was it? Jack Daniels. Oh, that, that's a common. Yeah, common hard I would liquor. say that that's pretty typical. And as far as my whiskey experience, like when I first turned twenty-one, <clears throat> I was a Jack crown type person yeah we we were into crown together yeah. for a period there you remember what? when we were taking the uh mm-hmm. crown um cap shots no the uh still do those crown um the little things they come in the little the bags. velvet the yeah, bags saving the bags yeah we were saving the bags to yeah, make you remember uh, why we were saving the bags yeah we were gonna make our uh liner uh caskets with bags uh, yeah my my uncle my great uncle my grandfather's brother drank crown and soda that was his drink amongst other things you know they drank things and 
And he had saved all the Crown Royal bags, like, put them in a drawer. Why throw them away? They're beautiful bags. Like, my family, they keep stuff in Crown Royal bags all the time. Yeah. My dad has, like, loose stuff floating around. It's in Crown Royal bags. You know, they're good bags. But my uncle had enough, and my cousin took all his bags and made a blanket out of them, which was probably one of the coolest things you've ever seen. And this is, you know, back in the 90s, like, before Pinterest and... All that crap. We're like, hey, what can you do with your Crown Royal bags? So yeah. she sewed him a blanket, and when he died, they buried him with his Crown Royal blanket, which was pretty cool. Why not? So right? I told you that, and you're like, that's awesome. We need to make it yes. for ourselves. That we're going to save our Crown Royal bags. And I think we pointedly drank Crown Royal to accumulate bags. I still got a lot of Crown Royal bags. Yeah, I have them somewhere around the but, house. Yeah. I, oh, I should probably, real quick. I've been talking a lot, but you might notice me sniffle and uh, clear my throat, a uh, little post-nasally drip, whatever. Um, speaking of maturing, I used to think it was funny or cool, or it was, a, it was a pretty neat bar trick. I could suck down a whole tall Jack and Coke through my nose, and I How's don't know. If, I, yeah, I don't know <laughs> if I should blame that. My wife does, and I'm not allowed to do it anymore. Uh, but I, I think I still could. Maybe I'll do that on one of these podcasts. Yeah, i got to get clearance from my we'll, wife. We'll have to get video of it. <laughs> <laughs> and so anyways, but since then, bear I mean, with my uh, post-nasal drip. I, I want to say the first, like, other than your Jack or Crown or, you know, your basic Ginger brandy whiskeys. I think my first experience with a scotch or, like, a nicer whiskey... Um, I think I had a Belvini 12 Double Wood, and that sort of just changed my world when I actually had a decent whiskey that you didn't have to mix it with anything, and it was just yeah, yeah, awesome. It was yeah, standalone. Since then, I mean, I, I became a huge Scotch guy, and you know, after that, I started to. Um, Buy a little bit more bourbons. They're a little sweeter, little different notes, but I, I definitely learned to appreciate all of them. Um, but my my heart and soul probably is still with the scotches. To stand alone, yeah. Yeah. Yep. I, I see that with you. Yeah. I like it all. Hi, yeah. friends. <laughs> I like Do you it remember, all. actually, one of... One, probably one of your first <sighs> scotchy scotch scotches is... Um, and I, you know, I always dabbled in the scot, the fine arts of the scotches. But remember, we went out on my uh, dad's boat. Yeah. And he had some scotch on the boat. It was an Ardbeg well, ten. Yeah. And like a Lafroig odd number, like, or was it Lafroig? It was Lafroig, right? No, I think he might. It was like an odd. It might have been a Lafroig, odd year, actually. like like something we can't even find anymore. Yeah, it was like a nineteen eighty something. Those bottles had been under there for a while. Yeah, they had been on the boat a while. So I I brought two scotches, I think, that day. No, that was that was a different day. This we went out on the boat, and then you remember the boat started taking on water. And yeah. I, oh, I do remember. And I, it was Tim like, was with yeah, us. Yeah, we had, we, we had were in the middle of the bay. It was like a last, last minute, like, hey, let's, hey, you guys want to go for a quick boat ride while we're all together? And we yeah. went out on the boat. And I thought we were going to die. Yeah, and the yes. boat was taking on water, and yeah. I was, like, trying to prime up the sump pump, and I had to lift the float because the float, something with the float wasn't working. So yeah. I had to, like, lift the float. Anyways, 
we found those scotches on there and we sat after we got the boat back because we couldn't go for a boat ride we sat back at the dock and I found those scotches and we sipped that scotch yeah I do remember and then we went back on the boat the next year the next year (laughs) we went back and you're like hey since that last time when we almost died I brought this and we went out for and it was the weather was bad so we went up the river and me and you drank a bottle of something and well, I think I bought I brought a bottle of Oban fourteen. Yep. And then I bought that, that orange. Yes, scotch. it's a compass box. Yeah, and the orange was infused. Yep. Yes, and that was terrible. Yeah, it, I'm not gonna lie. That yeah. was probably one of the worst. Scotches. Sorry, compass box. Are you, compass box. We're is looking fantastic. for sponsors. Compass box. Uh, we'll take everything back. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. We're, no. The, I've had some great Compass Box whiskeys. Yeah, that orange one was not my thing. But the crazy thing about that whiskey is I've had other people try it. They, they loved it. it. Yeah. Well, that's... It just was not my That deal. goes back to taste. Yeah. Uh, taste is... Drink what you drink yeah. what you like. Yep. Okay. So, so let's talk about what we're drinking tonight. So we are... We, we were going to crack it and drink it, but Robert's already had about two glasses of... Uh, <laughs> Let's call it three. <laughs> <laughs> Parker Heritage, single barrel. It's an 11-year. Um, barrel it's, number. It's the newest release that they had this year. It's 122 proof, which obviously is 61% alcohol. And it is good. Um, on it, it, it's it's your pretty standard Parker's Heritage bottle, but obviously they they talk a little bit about their history and Josh. Josh, you got the notes. I do. Josh is going to give us the notes. Josh real is going to give us the download from Parker Heritage. Let's see what hear what they have to say about it, and then we'll hear what we have to say about it. Robert should know; he's very acquainted. <laughs> I've been drinking it. <laughs> it brings out this is the eleventh yearly edition of the Parker's Heritage collection. This edition is an 11-year-old bourbon released in single-barrel form. According to the company, it showcases what Parker Bean felt was one of its greatest accomplishments throughout his more than 50 years of distilling experience, the introduction of Heaven Hill single-barrel bourbons. It was aged in Parker Parker's favorite rickhouse location in Deetsville, Kentucky. So I will say with this Parker's Heritage 11-year, we're not going there yet, are we? Are we going there? Are we going taste? I thought we we missed the news. We don't need no news. News and notes. We'll talk about news after we talk about. No, this part we gotta of this drink heritage. it and taste it and, and, and have think been about drinking it. it and I, yeah, well, it. let me catch up there. <laughs> Jeez, I've been talking over. All here. right, talk about the news. Talk about the well, news. Well, well, um, like this stuck out in my head, and I didn't, <laughs> and I should have read it because all I saw was the title, or basically, I got the gist of it, but I didn't get the whole info, but. This chick brought her gerbil on a plane. Did you hear this? I don't want no. to hear this. She brought her gerbil to bring on a plane, and they said, no, no gerbils. You have to flush it. So she killed her gerbil instead of Shut taking it on the plane. No, Shut she, up. It was in the news. You this is the kind of news it? I want to talk about. They said, you got to flush it, and she flushed it. And then she goes... And like goes to the media outlets and, and like how do you Facebooks flush, it and crap. How do you and, flush a gerbil? Gerbils are big! And those li- Well, you've taken some <laughs> hamster-sized dumps, my friend. <laughs> I don't, I'm not intimately uh, sure, but I'm pretty sure. 
His Parker Heritage is pretty good. <laughs> so flushing a gerbil ain't that bad. A gerbil is pretty big. It's bigger than a hamster, It's right? like a little bigger than a mouse. Oh. I'm thinking of a different animal. <laughs> he's, thinking of a he's thinking of a chinchilla. Yes, I'm thinking of a guinea pig. Oh, God. People eat guinea I'm, pigs. I'm like, what? How does that even fit? <laughs> so, let me ask you this. Why was she bringing it on in the first place? Well, you can bring your pets. That is not a you pet. Can bring, a rodent I, is not a pet. I'm sorry. Yeah, but I'm, if you I'm, look at the laws on the airline... No. Josh, pull it up real quick. Just go on Northwest, see what they say about animals. Northwest. But I'm telling you... Where are we flying? <laughs> Northwest is not exactly... <laughs> we're, we're flying to Vancouver. Who bought them? Delta? <laughs> Delta. Sorry, 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 we're Delta. We're flying to Northwest. <laughs> <laughs> there goes our sponsor. Shoot! Wanted some free airline tickets. Are you on Northwest? <laughs> There's a Yahoo Answers. Can I bring a gerbil on a plane? No, just go to Delta, see what they're... Like, go right to the... I swear Todd's got a fascination with gerbils. <laughs> Didn't Richard Greer put one up his butt? Oh, yes. NBC News. Oh, you got the... Hamster flushed down toilet. Hamster? Wasn't students, even a gerbil. Pet denied flight on Spirit Airlines. Spirit? Well, there yeah, you go. Spirit yeah, Spirit sucks. They won't even let you bring a backpack. They yeah. would have let you if you paid the $25. Yeah, so so it was a hamster, and so it was she Spirit. Killed it. Wait, she killed it. But she flushed it. Like, let's, you well, can't sit there and say, oh. That's a horrible human being. Let's well, she's going in and going to the news and making a complaint. All right, she's not a horrible <laughs> human being. <laughs> Back just in case you're listening. <laughs> he is bad for you. If you need to be uh, consoled, call Handsome Rob. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, hamsters. Podcast by night, lawyer by day. We'll Animal rights lawyer. <laughs> Guinea pig lawyer. <laughs> Animal rights I mean, lawyer. 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 Animal rights lawyer. Specializing in rodent. Rodent law. <laughs> hey, is that. Was that a gerbil? Who was that? I hear barking. Rodent law. Robert, how is that Parker Heritage coming up the nose? <laughs> did not taste good. So the, the nose. Very ugly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The nose yeah. is good up front, not in the back. I have no nose hairs right now. So, by let's, now we've had yeah a let's, few tastes. Let's of talk the Parker about the Heritage. Parker's Heritage. So let's talk about the Parker's Heritage real quick. So it's 122 <laughs> proof, which is pretty big. It's pretty big. I'm not gonna lie. It, it it doesn't. However, it doesn't taste big. It doesn't blow your nose out either, like 120 proof. That's what I'm saying. Like th- I've drank a lot of high proof. Yes, you have. That <laughs> will knock you. Braggart. (laughs) (laughs) Will knock you back when you first take a a drink. And you have to cut them with a little bit of water or cube or whatever. We're sort of drinking this straight and it's not. All right. Let's. Did you you do the water? I did. I dropped. You get a heavy corn for sure. I'm getting lots of rye. Like the little book. If you're all familiar with it. See, Anyways. I'm not getting too much corn. I'm getting more oat. I'm getting rye. Really? Yeah, I'm getting I'm getting a little rye, little little grass thing on my tongue there. Just a just a just maybe a, that water just opening it up. Slight. So <clears throat> there, 
Let me get a little water in there. Robert's gonna get a little water, and then I'm gonna, I'm gonna uh, give you my take on this. <clears throat> Gotta clear it She's strong. There's a lot of flavor. <laughs> She's uh. What what Josh? What is this ballpark at? So I think MSRP <clears throat> is like one thirty. One yeah, one twenty nine. However, to find overrated this, to find this bottle, yeah. you're probably paying two fifty to three hundred. Yeah, yeah, yep. Um, if you find a bottle for one twenty, sell it to somebody that'll buy it for three hundred. Correct. I don't think it's worth drinking. At that price, you can do a lot better. I agree. <clears throat> now, to, but ha- that's, to that's... have a bottle of Parker <coughs> Heritage is awesome. Yeah. Like, to keep on your shelf. It's. But I agree with you. Like, this this is our tasting bottle, but it isn't anything that's... And we are drinking it like frat boys well, on We are, but this isn't anything that, like, I would tell... I mean, it's... this is going to change... This is going to change your life if you drink this. No, no, no. It's, it's, it's uh, not that type of whiskey. It's not bold in flavor. It's nothing that's going to like grab your tongue and shake it up and let you know it's there. It's, it's you know, it's it's decent. It's good. Yeah. It's good. good. It's good. <clears throat> it's not it's great. Good. So if you were, we, we don't have a point system or anything. Nope. But, I mean, we can probably well, let's, spitball let's, one. Yeah, let's go. Uh, Josh is... As you will find out through these podcasts, loves hot dogs. So is it a... How do hot dogs come, Josh? Six packs? Eight packs? Eight packs. Eight packs. are an eight pack of hot dogs. Did you ever notice hot dogs come in eight packs and buns come in like six packs like or 12 packs? Like they don't match no, up? No, I, I think they're six packs. Yeah. Isn't You're that weird? double a couple up. But like you think somewhere like with all these hipster... Josh, Josh has the deets on the hot <clears throat> Josh dogs. Josh doesn't even use buns. Josh doesn't even like... Used utensils. I knew a guy who used to eat hot dogs cold. Mm, I can't do hot dogs cold. No? No? I was no. thinking... Have you ever no. tried? Yes. But you just boil them or life, nuke them? Your or life, you life has them, come man. to that? <laughs> oh, man, Josh. So 20 seconds? <clears throat> sorry, Josh. Uh, on an on a average so, night, what's what's how many hot dogs do you eat? Like an no, av- just, no, just like an average. Like, hey, I'm going to have a, have a little snacky-poo of some hot dogs. What's an average Three. hot dog? Three? Three. So what that'll be our base. Dogs? <laughs> mustard only. Oh shoot, he's a he's a purist. What kind of mustard? Dijon. Yellow. Are you talking French's? Oh, he's getting like just yellow. Yellow. The yellow. Just straight yeah. food color. Stone brown though. Yellow. That's Stone not. Brown? Yeah, but that's not yellow. No, but they're both good. So Josh's average is three hot dogs. So maybe that'll be our base. Like on a good day, Josh can like pound five. So there we go. Is it a five hot dog See, whiskey? No, it's not a five hot dog whiskey. Here, here's, it's here's not a. Thing. It's a three so hot dog whiskey. We're we're doing like, like everybody does five stars, right? We're just nah, doing five hot dogs. Not yeah. We'll we'll figure out the rating scale, guys. Overall, we'll, though, a lot of people do. You know what? Does it really matter? It. Honestly, I never look at somebody's ratings. We have a friend. Who bases his taste off ratings? Loves the ratings. <laughs> he loves the ratings, and you know what? And we know it. And you lose all face. So, you know what? We're not gonna like. Maybe we'll come up with a rating scale, but for right now, we're just gonna tell you our what opinion. About overall and price. <clears throat> oh, it doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't so, meet the price. No. So here's what I would say: is I, I think that's a good system, Josh. Is 
I would say for the price point, I would say it's that, lacking. I I would say if I would just to judge this blind as far as like a bourbon, I would give it four out of five stars. However, throwing the price in the mix, if I throw the price in the mix, I mean hot dog, hot dog, everybody does stars. You would rather have like an Elmer T. Lee, right? Yeah, yeah. Elmer T. Lee is MSRP of what? Thirty-seven bucks. Yeah. So you're talking the difference of thirty-seven bucks versus. $130. $130. So my four out of five stars or hot dogs or whatever, because of the price point of $130, but if you buy it at that, you are really lucky. I would say that, I mean, you're probably talking three stars, three hot dogs. Max. Yeah. yeah. So now, um, that, so, yeah. So that basically proves to us. <laughs> It's not all about the price Baseball point cards. of the bottle. It's not mm, all about no. the how hard is it to get. Maybe we're out there and there's a listener and he's like, you know, I'm going to score me that Parker Heritage. And he listens and he's like, eh, maybe not. And we saved you $150. Or um, more. Go to our website, find our address, send us a little thank you gift. Yeah. Just a little, just a little token. Here, here's the deal. If you really want to <laughs> try the Here's the deal. Here's the deal. If you really want to try the Parker's Heritage, just hit us up. You we'll sell you, you some. Can, you can come over and try some. There you go. Bring a bring a bottle. You get a set. So now is our uh, every section of unbuttoning a shirt. Robert can't help but look. Uh, unbuttoning a button on my shirt, I should say more eloquently. So now is the time in the show where uh, on the review notes we're going good cop bad cop because. Especially lately, this last couple of weeks, me and Robert really have had to go good cop, bad cop on some it's people. It's been a wild <clears throat> week or two. And we're not going to go there. But, yeah, yeah. But um, I am notoriously the bad cop, or I got a lot, I get a lot of names thrown at me. Yeah. Robert's always the good guy, and just I try to be a nice person. Loves everybody. Um, I try always. to be nice too, but. Eh. but I don't pull no punches. Yeah, you don't pull any punches. I don't pull any punches either, but I won't tell somebody necessarily what I'm thinking. You just tell them behind their back. Correct. <laughs> tell everybody else. <laughs> Josh, you're a crappy worker. <laughs> I just told somebody to their face. Um, P.S. His hand is still orange. <laughs> I just, I just got a glance. I just it got a glance. Orange. <laughs> Look at, put in the light over there for Josh. You have one finger like way shorter than the other. What's up with that? Oh. oh, I just got a bad view. Okay. I was thinking it's orange and one finger is shorter than the other. What am I, Donald Trump? <laughs> I think he was... I think we found out uh, how Robert has a side job outside the podcast. In his regular job, he uh, he applies a self-tanner to Donald Trump. <laughs> <laughs> I comb his hair. <laughs> We're going to wrap this up now with good cop, bad cop. Put your hands on the car. <laughs> on the car. <laughs> Nicely. <laughs> Meanly. <laughs> whatever, whatever that means. Okay, so we're back. Robert's going to say some of the good qualities of the Parker Heritage 11-year-old. What's your first? What's the proof on that, Robert? That's some good proofage. Yeah, I would say my first positive about this bottle is it's 122 proof. 
That's sixty-one percent alcohol per volume. So that is sweet. <laughs> so like, yeah, like it's if if like this was eyes, it would have twenty-point vision. <laughs> Correct. It's a double deuce. You will. Yeah, there you go. Well, 120. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's high proof. It's, uh, but the price, yeah, go back up. The price is not good. Yeah, the, the price, price, the is, price is, is high. But, I mean, uh, there's a story to be told. I'm going to go good cop again. So, you go to Parker's Heritage website, you can actually put in your barrel number. And it actually tells you exactly where your bourbon came from. Good cop. <laughs> awesome. Whoopity do. Like, who cares? You know. Good cop. <laughs> Bad cop. Like, I don't care where my barrel came from. Like, hey, it's you a should something. You know where your barrel came from. It came from one spot. Listen, they... It's a thirty-dollar <laughs> bottle with a hundred-dollar ad on. <laughs> it's and that's to know where that barrel came from. It's got a nice nose. It does. I'll give what it that. What are you that. playing? Good cop? Hey, would you like a Sprite before I... <laughs> Knock you out of the handcuffs? It's, it's... No, it does have a good nose. It's very complex. It's not it's complex a... enough. That's my, that's my... It's not that... Just a mouthful of party. You know what it, I mean? It's not. It's, it's not. not. It's, it's, a, it's a dinner party. It's not a, it's not a freaking... All out basher. Yeah. In your mouth. It's it's not like if it's not a frat party. If it, this was a party in your mouth, what kind of party would it be? It'd be like you had a few friends over, you made a quiche. Yeah. <clears throat> yep. Okay, maybe like a breakfast quiche. You're doing like maybe some mimosas eh, and a breakfast. I don't know. Quiche. The nose is nice, so maybe it was like maybe you sprung for a nice bottle of champagne from mimosas with that breakfast quiche. Yeah, it's, it's, that's it's about a, it. It's a nice brunch in your mouth. Yeah, but you paid a little bit too much for the <laughs> yeah. champagne. How am I bad cop all of a sudden? <laughs> I was a good cop. Yeah, the truth comes out. Yeah. Anyway, so, so basically, to wrap it up, it's it's a little overpriced. It's good. Would you buy another bottle? Let's cut to the meat and bones. Of Unfortunately, it. I have another bottle. <laughs> <laughs> eh, I bought two when I got it. <laughs> If anyone would like to buy one, is if anybody wants a bottle of Look, Heritage Eleven, you email know us. us. <laughs> email us at uh, three men and a whiskey at gmail.com. That's whiskey spelled with an E. Both ways, we'll figure that out, friends. So, so that was good cop, bad cop. We'll be back with the conclusion after this break. And we're back. Goodbye. <laughs> yep, we're just we're just back to say goodbye. Uh, next podcast, we'll have some special treats. We don't oh, know what he, they are yet. <laughs> he's, he's giving special treats out. I tried to give special treats. He's like, hey, 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 don't don't talk about that. We'll talk about his special treats. Hey, well, all we, of a sudden he's hey, giving treats out like hey, he's got we, two dogs. We, hey, they need to be. Come here. <laughs> well, we have treat. some special treats. Come back to find out what they are. Let's not tell them. You know, leave a little to the imagination. Come back, and we promise it'll be better. We'll work the kinks out. Um, Josh's mustache will be in fuller. You won't be able to see it, unless maybe we YouTube video this, which could be a whole other nightmare. But Yeah, we don't need that mess. So, Parker Heritage, uh, it 
underperformed a little bit, but it was good. It, it was, was good. good. It was good. I've had better by them. Yep. Uh, the price point maybe didn't meet yeah. there. But yeah. other than that, um, we talked about some hamsters. And uh, don't bring your hamsters on the planes, friends. They'll make you flush them flush down them. the toilet. You so, don't want that. <clears throat> we're going to end with a little outro summary wrap by yours truly, Robert. <clears throat> check, check. He's going to tone check. that in. And this is how we're going to end every podcast check, is check. just a summary wrap. Just freestyle off the top of the dome, off the top of the dome. So do you need me to lay down a beat? Yeah. If you, if what kind of beat? Like, just beat. like beat the counter or just like a... Yeah. That's perfect. <laughs> Parker's heritage didn't live to come through with another day. This rap sucks, but that's all right. I'll put a gerbil on my flight. Flush it like this bottle of booze. It ain't no cruise. What y'all trying to do? Can I rhyme anything with ooze? Shoes. <laughs> All right. Lace them up. And Get it straight. Mike out.